Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com memberships. What I'm thinking technically here is I'm essentially th thinking that uh, we got a breakdown from a topping pattern. If I set in a price pattern target to my topping pattern, it puts me at around 16.30. I have previous swing lows around 16.30, 16.40, 16.50-ish, right? I have to consider the 16.30 area a highly probable range for the market going into the future, right? So there's a couple things we want to consider. What's, where's the, I mean, direction's one of them. Also, where's the move going to be in so many days to expiration, whatever your trade is? Uh, and, and am I going to be in the profit zone? And, you know, what's the path it's going to take to get there? And, you know, to me, this looks like there, you know, it could reverse early because this one reversed literally down here in around 1700, but I'd expect a minimal, minimal move to this price pattern target, which would be here of around 1700 these swing lows with a fairly high highly high probability of hitting 1630 that's what i'm thinking uh we may also get a bit of a bounce here and then a reversal down uh we can get that would also be very high very probable right because we're in the downside of the zone and then if we get a snap and crack reversal and it bumps back in i would expect a very aggressive up move so my point being is i'm not really expecting the market to just sit here and consolidate at this level could happen i just don't think that's a high probability move okay so with that in mind uh, if i'm looking at this trade here this is what we have for an entry i, I believe we're over maximum negative delta on entry so um, he's kind of expecting a down move but again to where and uh, and so forth if i'm looking at a trade like this and i don't like I don't have any reference for the adjustment guidelines, so I can't really comment on those. All I can do is comment on the entry. And if I was entering a trade like this, what I do is I play it out in my head. So I'm thinking this trader is expecting a bit of a down move, probably to, you know, maybe 1730s, maybe 1710. It's reasonable. And then uh, a bounce and a consolidation in this range for a long period of time, or a bounce in a mild, a mild move up. So, if the if the trade technicals or or the trade situation is hey, I'm going to bounce to, I'm going to go to seventeen hundred, seventeen ten, and bounce. If that's playing out, then I, may, I expect it to range. My trade plan in that case would be. Uh, if the market comes down and bounces, I'm out with a break of that area because the break of that area tells me I'm coming down into here and down into here isn't good. Um, I know that this is a highly probable move. And that being a highly probable move, am I willing to take 
like I said, I don't know what the exit loss trigger was or how much he was willing to risk, but am I willing to take a drawdown if I go to 19, say 30, say 1940, and I exceed that by 20 points? Am I willing to take a $2,000 drawdown? If the answer is no, and I have to make an adjustment to this and my adjustment process is to put it flat delta, that's a losing trade. Because if the market comes down here, it's going to reverse really hard. And if I'm flat delta there, I'm going to lose to the upside, right? So, so that's not a good scenario coming up, right? So I know that scenario, if, I'm considering this before I even enter the trade. If that scenario plays out, this trade loses. Um, if the scenario plays out where I come down, where I get a snap and crack reversal and it just goes up, this trade loses. So there's, there's the only scenario in w under which this trade wins that I see is a, is a, you know, either we just hold this range really tight for a long period of time, or we get a pullback to 1700 and hold range, or we go back to 1700 and then he has some sort yeah. of an aggressive up strategy yeah, that, adjustment to the upside. Yeah. Those are the only that, that's scenarios. such a great else framework you just laid on that. It's just, let me just take this overlay it with what the technicals are saying and then just play out the trade. I don't need to click through every single day and see, I kind of know. And to your point, um, the structure doesn't match the price action is the takeaway, right? So, well, that's, that's the other point too, right? Because if you take a look at the price and where it's willing to go, I, I see this yeah, as a forced you, trade. By forced trade, I mean, I have to be, I have to trade yeah. something. And, and, the, and I, and I have yeah, to make it. Yeah, and this thing is just stuff. simply... Yeah, I mean, we're total agreement. So, so sorry to step on you there a little bit, <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's just kind of no, no, that's fine. I just think it's. I spent several hours looking at both of these trades, and it's amazing how much you can really learn. You know, but just simple price action. We were we were at the top of a major high time frame range. The assumption when that starts to break down from there, it it right. The, the range being this. I'll, yeah. I'll throw this out here just so you have it. Yeah. Exactly. But when he says top of the exactly. range, he means basically. You, yeah. So we're at the right. top of that. When that starts to roll back over, your expectation should be number one, halfway of the larger range. And this is where we're at. Which is yeah. Which is going to be here. Let me put that in. Edit properties. Um, uh, I think this is number two. Nope. It's number one. Or you could just measure the range. Yeah. The, they'll do a new one and measure the range and see where the half is. Right, or whatever, yeah, but, yeah. but it's basically right here, right? Yeah, so we exactly. put that in like green. So we're kind of... Oh, okay. We're, we're kind of at the half yeah, now. Yeah, I have to And we're breaking down. But my larger point is, is just to kind of pull back and really get the, the narrative context right. When you're at the top of a range and that starts to fail, the first expectation is the halfway point. The next expectation is to traverse the entire range which is to say back down to right mm -hmm. where John has his cursor, maybe the 1710, but the 1630. So if that's my right, expectation, I don't want to be in a range bound configuration, which is M34U. I want to be more directional. Um, I did a, a lot of this in 2022, what I call destination trading. I would have set a butterfly down there at the 1650, see if I can catch it. Yeah, right. Like down it's not going to cost me anything. If I'm wrong, I can lift the lift the expiration graph really easily. So matching configuration with what's happening in the price action is kind of step one. So, you know, I, I don't know what your thought would have been, John, but I'm, I would have just thrown on some super bears, see if we can get it to come on down into range, and then do some conversions at the bottom of the range to see if we can get to reversal to go the other way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
I'll show you what I, I I'll yeah. show you what I was thinking uh, in a minute. But before that, I just want to go through this trade, right? The way that it was. So let's just go to like adjustment one, okay? And let's see, what did he do? So he's already adjusting to the upside, right? So, so the the asset price is at uh, eighteen hundred. He's already adjusting to the upside, and um, where is it? Eighteen hundred. It must be okay. Let me go a couple of days here. So we get a bounce. It comes down, and we get a bounce. So we're up in the eighteen hundred. He's making an adjustment up, and and look at what's going on technically. This is bearish, right? This is a retest of a substantial breakdown area, um, and we haven't even reached it yet. So he's already shifting more bullish in the trade when realistically we should be probably aiming this more bearish if anything if i wanted to do anything with yeah that just just so he and then we, um go ahead kind of have a sense of what his thought was is we were trading down into a, a supply zone if you look at the left like back in april and may so he's thinking right well that's right. that's where it's going right. to stop but again if you're right thinking there. into yeah exactly right. If you're thinking in terms of really zoom out, you know, we're at the top of that big range, which was 2000, 1990. You're, yeah, it, it just, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I totally see what he's talking about. He's thinking, okay, the market's going to come down into there and then range out. And so that's why I'm doing an M3 for you. Mm -hmm. But you're under all the moving averages, you're making higher, uh, lower highs, lower lows, lower highs. You've got to be thinking more. It's going to trend to the halfway point of range and bottom of range rather than, oh, it's going to hit that yellow box and go sideways. I mean, it certainly could have done that, but. Well, the, the, right. And, and like I said, this is really the only scenario he wins. Right. If it does this again, which is, which, it, yeah, which yeah, maybe yeah. you're planning for that, right? Maybe, no. And I'm not criticizing that. Yeah, if exactly. that was a trade plan, it was wonderful, right? Um, Right, but but you're out when you break the low range. Yeah. You have to be. Yeah. Trade's done. Right. So um which may be at a loss, may not be at a loss. Uh okay, so next adjustment here is Okay, so another up adjustment here on the on the twenty eighth. We have another up adjustment on the 28th, 26, 27, 28. Did we break a new high on the 28th? Okay, yeah, there's another up adjustment on the 28th here, right? So it was adjusting up, adjusting up in, in, in an area where technically, um, am I in the right, am I even in the right year? I have a problem sometimes being in the wrong place. Um, yeah, so that is really no reason, again, to adjust up in that time frame let's go but now you're taking on more downside risk when the market's likely to go down and we get into this situation here and he does a delta flattening um let's where, where are we on october 3rd i'm just curious technically because i haven't really looked so october 3rd one two oh we're right here yeah so we're in his zone where Say he thought it was going to bounce, right? 
uh, well, I don't, I don't know that, yep. but I'm just guessing, right? So if I'm in the zone, I thought I'm going to bounce. I don't want to be flat. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Right. If, if that's my, if that's my opinion, I don't want to be flattening here. I just want to exit if I, if I drop down. So here is where we are. Um, and then next adjustment is, and oh, okay. Let me go to the next one. All right, so then I get a bounce and I'm back here on the, here, let's see, on the 10th, where we sit on the 10th, and I get back into here. Again, I'm having a, um, a lower right. high so far. Market action is still bearish. I mean, you can argue I broke the swing low, but I'm still, I didn't break downtrend line here, um, primary downtrend line. I really didn't break even my secondary steeper downtrend line. There's no reason here I see necessarily to reverse the trade and go bullish again. That's what happened, right? He went bullish there. I don't know. Bullish adjustment. Yeah, he went back bullish adjustment. Uh, this is fine. Let's, I mean, I don't like the bullish adjustment necessarily because I don't have a reason to do that. Uh, unless of course I'm very bullish there. So let's discuss that. So, okay. I hit the bottom. Now I want to aggressively adjust up because, um, we made this bounce and I believe we're going to go higher. Okay, fine. Pick a control point to the downside that tells you you're, you're out. Right. And I'd almost even maybe pick this swing low, maybe something a little bit lower than that. But certainly, if we break the swing low here, again, another lower high, right? So this did come out as a lower high. This came out, and realistically, this day we break swing low, probably going down, um, and we do. And then, of course, we come down into our primary zone here, and this is where the reversal takes place. So I guess... My thoughts are this was a hard trade to win with any, um, with any, you know, high probability unless something very specific happened in the market. And I generally don't like the setup that way. Yeah. I'll show you what I did or what I thought. So I had no context on what he's thinking, but with what I'm thinking, you know, maybe I want to take a bullish bet here on the marketplace for, um, whatever reason. My question becomes, how much is this going to draw down if this, because he mentioned 1650 in his notes. We blow right past 1650 on October. So, so that's, I think, where he exited the trade, 1650 right. with, his, with his exit point. So if I was really bullish here and I'm looking at 1650 at an exit point and my drawdown is 14, let's say 1500. And let's say I blow past that by 20 or 30 points, which is really easy to do. Realistically, I'm realistically, if my trade, my plan is to do nothing here, which would have been a good trade, by the way, right? Um, if my plan was to do nothing here, then I, I draw down about $1,900. So if I'm saying I want to draw down $1,900, I want to have the potential to make $2,000. I'd probably just enter the trade something like this. Um, let's see if I can go. All right, I, 
I could enter the market something like this. This gives me now, if I go to 1650, I'm only down 500 and something dollars. Um, again, I'm planning for the down move and I'm planning for the stall, right? So I have the same stall plan. I only have a thousand dollars at risk. I could potentially make right here. Um, you know, I can do this more contracts if I want to, but I could potentially make, you know, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars here. So with that in mind, I don't really need to do anything. I can let the sixteen fifty play out. I, yeah, I just want to point out that the, the um, I don't know what the right word is. How how clever, smart, how much risk you have in the trade? Eleven hundred dollars. The original trade had forty three hundred. So not only is John gaining range and playing for two potential scenarios, a stall and a down move that he can survive. He didn't have any risk in the trade. Huge. Huge. I don't have very much risk. Right. And the <clears throat> very huge. And the other thing too is that I'm, I always, I don't trade based on how much I want to make. I trade based on how much yeah. I'm willing to draw down. Good point. Right. So if I know, if, if I have my expectations and I know that, hey, it's pretty probable I come down to here, it's fairly probable I stall here. Now, this isn't going to be good for the up move unless I decide to, to adjust aggressively up, which I would do if maybe if we broke that level that we talked about right to the upside. But the, the market never does that. So this trade, I mean, we'll just kind of go over what this looks like. Run it down here. So there's basically... I don't think there's, hold on a second. Let me see what I have for movements here. Um, I don't have anything till 10.3, right? So there's basically no adjustments here. So I come in here at 9.22. Also notice how much easier to manage this is. So I don't do anything until 10.3. So let me go to 10.3 and we'll talk about, let's go to 10.2. So the market's, the market's basically been here and we're in this range, and it's up 81 bucks. I go to 10.3. This must be a breakdown, maybe. Um, right? The trade breaks down underneath my backside. So I'm like, okay, um, this is in good shape. I do this for an adjustment. So let me see where I exactly I went. Yeah, so I just, I just did a butterfly. So minus 1 plus 2. Uh, let's see, this is one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. I take out my downside risk and my upside risk, and I actually increase my profit potential with the down adjustment. I'm still biased to the upside. I'm still aware that we might go down to 1650, but now my pullback to 1650 is only a drawdown of, say, for you know, three or four hundred dollars. Yeah, and, and really I just got to continue to highlight it. And your take and your downside risk comes out. I mean, it's you're increasing the tent height, so opportunity, and decreasing downside risk. I mean, that is just talk about stacking the odds in your favor. I want people to really study that. Right. Oh, go ahead. I'm actually right. Yeah, no, no, no. Actually, yeah, no. In this case here, I, I'm. Um, I actually end up decreasing delta a little bit, but sometimes this will actually increase delta, but I don't really right. care because my exactly. total risk and that's, is down. That's something I want people to really try to focus on. Like, If you can increase opportunity and decrease downside risk in this particular situation, I mean, that's you're, you're stacking 
those odds are in your favor. You think about those tactics. Exactly. We continue to go down. Let's see what, what happens over the next few days here. I think we're just sitting. But this trade at no point ever got into any like real trouble. But let's go just go to next. Well, let's just go to the bounce that we had, I guess, which was, I guess this was the maximum bounce, right? So up 127. Then, um, right, so then things start falling apart. So let me go to this here. So what happened here? Oh, I start pushing out the backside of my tent. I start getting into trouble. Let's do the same thing. I bring this down. I actually pulled it past here. And what we did is we brought our, brought our total risk down to $700. And let me just do, I'll show you the adjustment so that it's easier here. So it's just a condor order, minus one, plus one, and minus one. Right, so I did this order. So now I take my total risk down to $600. I still have a chance to make, decent chance to make like $1,000 here whatever um and my upside risk even if i blow off to the upside is only 200 dollars down right so um very safe move there so this is a similar tactic oops okay let me clear let me go to yeah we got a bounce go to the top of our next bounce and then of course we get the market continues to go down here. I kind of do the same thing. I bring this down. Now, now I'm starting to get hurt now, right? Cause this is going maybe a little bit further than I'd like. Cause you know, now I'm bringing my short strike all the way below, but now my risk in my trades only 362. I still have a chance to make a, a decent amount. If this reverses and goes forever to the upside, I don't lose any money. Now, right? I don't lose any money now. Then if I go to next day, we're at 1680. I did the same thing. I just continued to roll down my lower wing. Now this is starting to hurt, right? Because I had 2000 before, now I'm at 1200, but you know, maybe things aren't going as well as I would like. Maybe I wasn't expecting the move to come down this far. But I'm still bullish, right? So if you look at our chart patterns, I'm still bullish off the 1650 level. I just want to be able to survive this move until the market actually bounces. And I am expecting the bounce. So I don't want to flatten my position. If anything, I want to hold a very strong positive delta and I don't want risk to the upside. Goes down, right? And now we get to the point where we're starting to leave it. Because my structure is just, uh, actually, I, I actually did one more time. So um, one more time here. What did I do? Did I do a, right? I just did a butterfly, a one, two, one butterfly. And now we're into this. So now my total risk to the downside is 200 bucks. I get a reversal. I'm up three. If I get just the right thing happens, I'm in the, you know, $800,000 range, which this is a trade that's gone bad, but um, in my opinion. Okay, so we come down here. It looks like I might be, you know, realizing that risk possibly. We're at 1852. At some point, you want to stop, right? And this is where we want to stop. We just don't want to do anything here. We just want to wait this out. Um, 
Let me pull back into here. And I would consider this trade 90% of the time a goner. But this is where we talk about leave yourself an opportunity to win because I don't know what's going to happen here. Right. But I'm only down $170 if this is a loser. And then we have you know the big reversal. And you know, there is there is luck in play here, but you do get lucky sometimes. Right. So now I'm back to this level here, you know, do I want to um, just exit this at a scratch or do I want to let it play out? And, you know, from here, you might be thinking you want to maybe do a little bit of intraday type of stuff in here. You can see how this plays out um, early in the morning. I did an adjustment here. What happened is the market shot up in past my level. So we're up 476. I pulled this down. Right, so you can see, uh, I pulled, actually I pulled both sides in. So I pulled both sides in. Now I have a $50 risk to the downside. If it goes up 400, if it goes up, I win 450. If it pulls back into here or holds this really tight range, then you know, maybe I'll make a little bit more. And whoops, I don't want to go to a day. But basically if you, if you play this the day, um, just go 45 minutes at a time. You can kind of see where the price action went. If this had pulled back at the right time, and I can let, let that happen, but if that had pulled back at the right time, then, oh, that's because, go back here. Shoot. Sometimes the software gets to me, Stephen. Um, okay, let's see here. 42. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we end up taking a $450 gain on that type of a trade. But, but, you know, those are the type of tactics and techniques that you can use if those are your thoughts. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our trading performance and pro memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.